What's good, y'all? Welcome to... And of course, the kids are talking in the background <laughs> since I recorded. What's good, y'all, man? Listen, we ain't doing this shit again. Um, this is basically a one take, as always. Um, This is the first episode of The Norns, and it's going to be hosted by yours truly and Human Line. Um, Real quick, right off the bat, before we get started, just let you know, like, you know, what's the reason for this shit that we actually doing this for? Um, For those who don't know, I used to have another podcast called Nights at the Awkward Table. And that's kind of just put on hold currently because, you know, everybody's just working on their own solo projects for other stuff. And I've kind of been, you know, losing my goddamn mind. Just not being able to just <laughs> talk on some shit. Um, so I thought I might as well get my solo podcast out there and everything. And I do want to carry the same shit of how I was basically handling things over at Nights at the Opera Table. Where it's basically I bring people in and to talk along with me. So um, welcome to the first episode of The Norns. And, you know, I guess we'll go ahead with the introductions to my right, I have. Uh, Sir Frenchy. Sir Frenchy it is. Or Frenchy, whatever you want to call it, but yes. <laughs> and to my left, I have. You got your boy Dreamer, the Dreamer, whichever you want to call me, but just Dreamer. Alright, and um, I guess you could say um, this podcast will just be mainly based around, I guess, video games. Um, you know, as we continue, I guess we'll throw more in things. We all here, we're all into gaming, but we're also all into anime as well. Um, so I guess are you playing with my son Spider-Man mask? <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at him like, why you got that on there? Play with my kids' toys. <laughs> that is a bit too big for your face, man. Um, but yeah, uh, with this podcast, you know, I, it will be mainly based around video games. But at the end of every podcast, those who I have with me. I will give them at least a little, you know, time to share exactly what they're doing or what they're working on, which is basically something that me and um, Louis Tron, which is the person who I worked with from my other podcast, but we were doing and wanted to continue doing with Nice at the Aqua Table. We wanted to bring in people, you know, that we were uh, working with or that have worked with before that, you know, they had their own projects going on, such as the person who was filming our um, our podcast and everything, getting our videos down packed and shit, such as our editor and stuff. Um... So yeah, that's basically, you know, what I wanted to continue doing. And saying that, let's kind of just get into our video game topics. Um, first off, I do want to um, throw in there next-gen prices. Um, it was kind of a big thing, especially all over freaking Twitter, um, that uh, 2K is going to be 70 bucks. Uh, now, prices on video games have been the same for like the longest of time, and if you take an inflation... Um, geez, shut up, Google. <laughs> um, basically, if you take into um, consideration inflation, um, the video game prices should have been went up. The prices to make a game have increasingly gotten ridiculous. So, are you guys willing to pay 70 bucks per game? Or are you kind of just trying to vote with your wallet and tell them to basically shove that shit up their ass? <laughs> well, I know for me personally, it would just depend on the actual game and like, you know, with all these different like game companies and studios like putting in so much graphic gra- like graphics into the work. Um, you know, just just all those type of elements you got to consider when you're when a game is being put together and then that's when the prices are going to start to skyrocket and go up. Like I know back when like I first started playing PlayStation games, I remember them actually being $30 for a while and then afterwards when the PS2 uh PS3 had came out so on and so forth, it just the prices just kept going higher and higher 
depending on like the demand of like you know how much quality the studio was putting out so i think it just all depends on what games i'm looking for forward to or like what piques my interest if it's something that i really like would want to invest in or that looks interesting to me and that's my taste i probably will be willing to pay even though i really wish they would just keep it at 60 instead of 70 but it it, it just varies for me. The nigga gotta make their money, man. Yeah, that's true. I, mean, I think it depends on the collector's edition, really, for me. That's true. Because you're, I ain't gonna lie, I'm willing to pay $100 for a collector's edition, <laughs> right? But, like, that's not the half of it for my Assassin's Creed shit. I think, what, for the past two gens now, I've paid, what, almost 200 Yeah. For the collectors, because that come with the statue and all the shit like yeah. that, and the fucking season pass. Right. I, hear, I hear you on that. Yeah, so it really so it's really like paying that much for a collector's edition. It's like seventy dollars. That's no problem. But then you wonder how much is a collector's edition if the actual game is seventy dollars? How much did they raise a collector's edition price up? So I think that all depends. That's what it depends on for me. Yeah. I mean, like taking all of those different elements into consideration is just like is. I, I, I don't know. It's just it, things are a little bit different now with the gaming industry and whatnot. Like, you know, everything is just evolving like year after year after year. And it's just like a lot of these game designers, like they, I don't know what their pay is like or whatever for the most part. But like, you know, just whatever, the, the higher the graphics and the quality of the game is, the higher demand that like, you know, the games, the game companies and the studios are looking for. That's actually, um, I so three things uh, the whole thing with pay thing uh, that's actually something that I had read an article on basically um, they kind of I don't want to say they get underpaid but they kind of do get underpaid while they're making the game uh, and it's basically uh, like an unwritten like promise or some shit that you get underpaid while you're making a game you're still getting paid you know well yeah. but you're getting underpaid and then with the promise of hey like before launch and everything that's when you kind of get that lump sum bonus check and everything because we're going to rake in all this money when we sell the game so here's all this shit now and stuff to make up for everything yeah Ooh, which i which me. i think um, is kind of bullshit yeah because i and um i we before we hit recording everything we were talking about the whole thing of like um all the people jumping ship from whether it be like the sony um interactive studios or whatever the hell the whole thing's called so, mm-hmm. sony studios how a lot of people are leaving and stuff but you know again that's that's just industry regardless people leave all the time but um, i do find it interesting that they, that a lot are actually going over to you know the xbox side or some form of an xbox studio um you know i don't know that we were reading the list one went to in exile um a lot went to the initiative um so like i understand these things so if a studio offers better pay or a better opportunity and things like that you know by all means leave that's just business in general everybody fucking here has a job and everything if a job offers you a better um better opportunities and everything better schedule or better pay you're gonna fucking take it yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so like like you can't blame anybody for that shit and everything regardless of like any fanboy stuff that people are saying everything if it's a better opportunity you take it yeah, um, but the other two things today and stuff for next gen goes um the fuck was it uh when it comes to the games the 2k thing i believe uh, the steel case version isn't that shit like uh like it's a hundred or some shit? Yeah. Uh, it's not the seventy dollar one isn't even with the steel book, is it? No, seventy dollar. They ever 
they kind of trick you there because when they ev- when they advertise the seventy dollars, they even got Kobe Bryant mm-hmm. as the background picture for that. But that's not the case. Kobe is a collector's edition. Mm-hmm. His his is going to cost some money. Uh, a yeah. lot. Which which I might add is a very beautiful case. Like yeah. the artist that did it, like. Kudos to them. That was Are there two different cases, or is it that it's the picture is different on the front and back? It's two different cases. So the younger Kobe with the number eight jersey, the pro. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's the current gen that we in right now. But then you got the Kobe, next gen for twenty four. Yeah, twenty four with him, his final wave. Okay. So all right. Okay. Oh, oh. I know collectors definitely get them both and shit. But, um, okay, so my, my next thing is uh, um, PlayStation Now and Xbox Game Pass. I think if games do go in the direction of which I'm pretty sure that's the reason why PlayStation has been putting so much money. People are like, a lot of people don't even notice. Everyone says that Xbox Game Pass is better than PlayStation Now. Me personally, for the games that I play and everything, I, I just basically have Game Pass because I could get my shit on an Xbox and on PC. If you pay for ultimate and everything, you get it on both, so you don't have to double. You don't have to double pay. For PlayStation Now, though, they have a shitload more games, though. Like they have a shit ton more. Um, but my thing I look at it now is that both these companies just dumping more money into it, and it, I can't help but think they already know that the industry is going into seventy dollars games. So that's why they're doing this. Xbox already has a thing at their first party studios. All of their games, day one upon release, are also on Game Pass. So if you pay for Game Pass, you don't even need to buy the full games automatically aren't there. I have a feeling Sony might actually do something like that, similar. Might not be every game, but they might be like, hey listen, you can get maybe like a three day or four day preview of the game. You can get it for this amount of days and everything, or this amount of hours, preview the game as soon as the game comes out and then you can choose to buy it or not. And mainly because if games do go $70, people are not gonna be purchasing it like that. So you, you have to give them some type of incentive. Give us um, some type of leeway. Yeah. My other thing is, in this generation, we have seen remakes and other games actually not go $60. We have actually seen games actually go for 40 bucks. Okay. I have a, a thing with that, mainly because I feel that's how it should be. If you're making a AAA game, like, you know, your next fucking GTA and everything, or the next 2K, Madden, the, the, the big blockbuster games and stuff like that, if you're going to make those 70s, like $70 games, you have to make the other games that are smaller, they're going to have to sell for like 50 Honestly. Because if you're going to make AAA games be this price, don't make me pay that same price for a AA game. Right. Like, you can't you can't do that. Like, yeah. um, Xbox released a game, State of Decay 2. Me personally, I don't like it. And everything is not for me. I ain't going to call it trash, but it's not for me. Um, Excuse me. Uh, it was supposed to be, what, like a $60 game. And then before it got released, they said, hey, we're dropping the price down to 50 bucks. And, oh, no, down to 50. And I think they said, no, fuck it. We're dropping it down to 40. So a brand new game upon release got sold for 40 bucks. And I'm going to be honest, I still don't even think it's that's worth 40. If it's going to be like, throw that shit on Steam for like 25 bucks and everything, all right, cool. Then not saying that the, the studio doesn't deserve their money for it and everything, yeah. but it came out buggy as hell and everything. It just wasn't ready for release. So don't make me pay for something that one's not done and two not even worth the goddamn money even when it is finished. 
Yeah, um, so like, I know it was like right back to what I was saying earlier about like the the PlayStation games and whatnot, like from PlayStation One to currently now, like the same like goes for like the Nintendo games and whatnot. Like I know some of the ones that I paid, like the ones that I paid attention to and I actually played was interested in, like for example with Pokemon or whatever. At one point, they were like $30, $30 games, like for the the older ones and whatnot. But now, since like, you know, Nintendo's gotten better with their like software and all that. Now that they got the Switch. Yeah, like now, it seems like every Nintendo game thus far, like, costs like $60. Well, for, for Nintendo, I can't blame them for that though. Because if you think about it, for the longest, all their games were only like 40 bucks. Yeah, they really was. Like they were like forty with tax, like forty five or some shit. Yeah, and I remember uh, like getting some of the DS games and whatnot. They like they were literally yeah. just straight forty bucks and for the long. They didn't have a home console that you can actually charge that money for and everything for two fucking generations. I wasn't paying no fucking sixty for the Wii. I'm not gonna pay no fucking sixty for the Wii U. And when the Switch came out, I'm like, you know what? Breath of the Wild is worth fucking sixty bucks. Yeah, and everything like that is worth it. Um, new Pokemon. Those are fuck. Well, actually, there was a controversy when the games first came out, but they fixed it. They fixed it with you know with uh, patches and everything. But you know that's worth sixty and everything and stuff like that. Mega Man, what was it? Um, eleven that came out and everything. I think so. Yeah, they, that worth sixty. I'm not fucking paying that and everything for a game on the Wii U or anything like stuff like that. If the console's not even worth the money and everything, what the hell the game's gonna be worth the money for? Yeah, really. Um, and I think that's actually the reason why I'm actually kind of excited for next gen. Next gen, we're getting promises with like. 4k like you know all this extra good shit and everything where it be 30 fps or 60 fps fucking 120 um fps i don't care and everything just give me that gaming experience that we deserve like, as gamers we we've done invested in everything so which is actually funny thing i guess we just jump on this topic real quick and everything. we talk about next gen and everything backwards compatibility and everything, being able to keep your game while you go to next gen um, I see on Twitter so much you know, people say, I'm buying a new console. Why the hell would I want to play old games for and everything and stuff like that? And my argument for that is, is right on my um, entertainment center over there, plugged into the back of my Xbox and everything, I have a hard drive, fucking five terabyte hard drive sitting right back there with like 200 or something games and shit. And I still at least have six full games that I have on the hard drive that I haven't even turned on. I haven't started that shit. I haven't hit start new game. I haven't done none of that. Like, bro, like, come on, like, there's just certain shit, like, I want to be able to take that with me to next gen. Now, PlayStation, like, I'm pretty sure they're going to have all their shit together when the system actually comes out. Because I know that right now, they got that backlash for, like, you, what do you mean, yeah, I can't, you know, backwards compatible. Yeah. I can't take my shit. Because you look at all the games that are coming out for next gen, most of them are not even going to be released when this system releases. Yeah, and I know, like, for me, I'm one of those people where, like, depending on how I feel and what mood I'm in, I like to go back to some of, like, my old games that I used to play, like, whether it be from PS1, PS3, all that shit, because I'm like, you got people out there that just want to reminisce, replay the game, they probably forgot the story, like, it's good, it was good... The past games were good blockbuster hits depending on what game that you like fell in love with and whatnot. And that's what a lot of people want like want to do instead of just pulling out an old like dusty PS1 or whatever that probably doesn't even work anymore. And you just want to be able to have that data to just transfer or to have so that way, you know, if you ever want to go back to it, you have that option. But it's the matter of being versatile with the different game titles that you can have for the next gen consoles. You know what's crazy?
crazy. It just made me think about uh, one of the creators, Ronnie 2K for 2K. Yeah. He announced. He said on the PS5 it would have a backwards compatibility for the 2K21 on PS4. So you could play the PS4 edition of 2K21 on PS5 alongside with the, of course, the PS5 edition of 2K21. Right. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty decent and cool to hear. Yeah, and I feel like companies are going to have to do that. So apparently, um, article are already saying that uh, Microsoft is telling developers and everything, you're not allowed to charge for an upgrade to the next um, generation. So like if, if someone buys it on the Xbox One, when they go to get a Series X, you can't charge them uh, for the same game. Or you can't charge them basically for the update to the next generation or anything. Um, but if they do want to buy the whole game again, apparently, again, this is what Dardo said and everything, they're saying that you have to sell it to them at a cheaper price. So my thing is, excuse me, my apologies for that. Like, one, Microsoft, who the fuck do you think you are? Like, you're not, not going to sell these companies what the fuck to do and everything. Now you can tell them, hey, listen, like, either do what we say or you just can't release it on our system. But that's okay. They'll probably just say, you know what? Even though we do want to release any system, you don't technically have to. Because as sooner or later, Xbox is going to, like, cave in. Excuse me. Jesus Christ. Indigestion. <laughs> um, Xbox is going to cave in if, like, let's say 2K is like, you know what, man? Fuck that. You know, we're just, we're not going to release an Xbox anymore. We're only going to release on PlayStation. Eventually, that's why I was going to be like, you know, that's money we're missing out. You know what, man? Fuck it. Come on. <laughs> like, like they're going to give up and everything. So, like, that's like, but my thing, again, like, I do believe, listen, man, if I buy the game at fucking 70 bucks and everything, on current, or, or I guess, on old gens and everything, if I buy it for the PlayStation 4 or the Xbox One, and then I buy a fucking PlayStation 5 or a Series X, I shouldn't have to pay another 70 just to pay play that game again. My thing is, listen, man, if I'm buying 2K, bro, 2K is going to last from the release of this next generation mm-hmm. all the way to next year. Mm-hmm. Like, I shouldn't have to buy it twice and shit like that. So that's why I'm happy that there are developers come out saying, nah, listen, yo, if you buy our game and then you buy next gen, you'll get a free upgrade and everything. You're going to get all the extra good shit and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm happy about that and stuff. Um, and I do hope that more studios do that. But I can understand if it's a smaller studio and they simply just can't afford to do that. I can't be mad at that shit. There's a reason why uh, when Assassin's Creed um, Unity came out, it was Assassin's Creed Unity for the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. And then they had Assassin's Creed... Um, what the fuck was it? Oh. What's the one that came out after Assassin's Creed Black Flag? Which one was the Black Flag? Was that the the Pirates. That? There was one that came out in between that and everything. Um, was that the, the one that was based in London, was it? No, 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 no. That's Syndicate. Um, I, I fucking forget what it's called or anything. But, um, no, like, there was one that got released in because Ubisoft was like, listen, man, we can't, this is not going to work on the 360 and the fucking PlayStation 3. It's only going to work on next-gen consoles. So they released it for that. And then they said, well, we still want to give those current-gen consoles people a game. So they gave them... Um, Assassin's Creed, not, not Rebellion, that's the DLC uh, for it. But, it wasn't 3, was it? No, Assassin's Creed 3 was, um... That was right before Black Flag, right? Yeah, that was before Black Flag. Um, because Assassin's, Assassin's Creed 3, um, and then Black Flag is Assassin's Creed 4, Black yeah. Flag. Um, but anyway, yeah, like, that type of shit, though, like, it gets me all the time, like, and I'm just be thinking about it, I'm like, yo, like, if these game companies actually do this, 
it's going to be a little hard and everything. Like, because people are going to want to play a game, but if you're going to force them to play again, then nah, that's just not working and stuff yeah. like that. But, yeah, where were we? Oh, yeah, next-gen console prices and everything. I'm okay for the 70 bucks and everything, but I do, do see where, you know, things can go with um, PlayStation Now and Xbox Game Pass. I can see where things can lead and everything. Um, yeah. So, I just will leave that at that. Uh, next, we'll talk about games we're looking forward to. Um, and again, as it pertains to next gen, games we're looking forward to on the list here I got for us um, Horizon Forbidden West, Spider Man, Miles Morales, Halo Infinite, and Demon Souls. Uh, I guess I kind of want to start off with Spider Man. Yeah, same here. You already know. Uh, but you, you take the floor in that. Man, I know when the trailer first dropped, I knew right then and there we was in for a treat. But honestly, after playing the first Spider-Man, I was definitely excited for the next game they were going to be working on. Now, of course, with this being like, I guess you, you can call it like an add-on story per se, but still it's like his, his own story, of course, Miles Morales. Like, I wasn't expecting them to drop it so soon, but the fact that they did and getting ready for the next uh, gen console, I am definitely excited for it between looking at all the different graphics the way it looks so fluent like they definitely improved from the first one even though the first one itself still looks like phenomenal and like you know I, i'm just really looking forward to see what's in store for us with this next game especially for the next uh consoles did we get any gameplay or was it just that no it was just it was just uh, the trailer it, my, my thing is i'm excited for it but i know like we were talking about this earlier uh I don't, from what I've seen so far, I don't see what's stopping it from being on the PlayStation 4. Yeah. I honestly don't. It, um, if you remember back on the 360 and on PlayStation 3, there were games that like, uh, they were so big. Um, on the 360, you basically had had two discs instead of one and everything. Uh, I remember when I had a Splinter Cell Blacklist, there was a second disc that was literally just for the texture pack and it was because the textures of it and everything was just too big to just fit on the first disc. Like, I can see maybe something like that, where it's basically, like, they kind of just, like, downgraded a little bit, mm -hmm. because they're sounding like, oh, 4K this, 4K that. Like, that's cool, but my thing is, what's stopping that from being on a PlayStation 5? Honestly. Um, I, I, there's not, so I understand it's just a CG thing, but from what I see, it's similar to, um, what's the, uh, is the second light? Uh, the, for the um, infamous. What's the, oh, um, what's that? Uh, yeah, infamous. Um, was, well, I, I it was think. second son, but the the DLC that came out after it. Um, the girl that had the purple. You had shit. the light part right. I just can't remember well, like the full title. That was like an expansion DLC type shit and everything. Then you had um the Uncharted one with the two girls. Yeah, um, um Uncharted. Lost Legacy. Yeah, it? Lost Legacy, and then you had Uncharted Four itself. Yeah, and then. Um, but um, I'm talking about the DLC stuff though. Like, oh, like yeah, those, yeah, yeah. those right. two, you can literally um for the Infamous one and the Uncharted um Lost Legacy, you can literally buy those two separately. You can. My thing is, I have a feeling that's pretty much what this Miles Morales thing is and everything. They said it's not a full game. My thing is, I beat the game. I beat Spider Man in a day and a half. So my thing is, if I beat that in a day and a half, I'm gonna beat fucking this Miles Morales thing in like in half a day or some shit. Honestly, and it just <laughs> make, it just makes you wonder like, are they really gonna like like 
choose to have people to pay the full seventy dollars, or is it going to be cheaper than that? Yeah, that's exactly. That's why I'm like, it's it's too early. Like in my opinion, I think it's too early for them to drop this. Because for all that, you might as well have made that a DLC add-on. Honestly, yeah. well, that's my thing is, I feel like it is, but they're saying it's it's a standalone game. My thing is, I think it's just a standalone DLC, similar to just how the Infamous and Uncharted ones were and stuff, because you can literally go on Amazon right now and buy those by itself, just buy the actual single disc itself, and because um, Jamie's young assistant and everything, she wanted to get that, so me and Jamie talked, and the guy at Kuba ordered that shit for her, so we got her the Infamous one, so I'm like, yo, like, if you can do that shit, I'm like, listen, I'm pretty sure this Mount Morales is simply just a bridge to connect the Spider-Man game and Spider-Man 2 that's going to be coming out. My thing is, I feel as Miles does deserve a little bit more. Yeah, he now. really does. Instead yeah, of just like, like that. Because I f really feel like this is going to be a short story for him with this game that they're going to be having. Now, since they're calling it a standalone, it should at least be more than 20 to possibly 30 hours of gameplay. Like, right now, they said it's what? It's like 8 to eight to 10, something like that? That's not enough. Or something, 10 to 15. So it's something like that. I'm like, again, like you said, Uncharted Lost Legacy, you can literally get that, which I have on PlayStation now, and I beat it. Beat, you can literally beat it in like less than 8 hours. Mm -hmm. maybe, maybe even more than that, but I'm yeah. just like, if... If that's all they have so far, at least that's what they're speculating or was saying about the Miles Morales game, only eight to 10 hours, they definitely need to make it like a little bit longer or just have it as a DLC and stop calling it a standalone. Well, my thing is like, like, I'm okay if they call it a standalone if it's only being released on PlayStation 5. My thing is they said that what, isn't this game supposed to be like a couple years after the first one? Yeah. Is some bullshit like that? Is it like like two three years after the first one? Yeah. So like he he's been I guess you could say Spider Man for a little bit. But again, my thing is that we still have that in between time. Yeah. If you played the Spider Man game, you know that after credit scene shit, there's something that happens after the fucking game. So what happens between this Miles Morales game and Spider Man? All that in between shit. Don't tell me that you're gonna release Spider Man two. Talk about that in between stuff and be like, oh yeah, by the way, now that we talked about that, go play Miles. Okay, now you can continue with Spider Man two. Like, nah, like my thing is like, if you're gonna give us a Spider Man two, it's gonna have to be directly after this Miles Morales shit. Yeah. Like it's gonna have to, and it's gonna have to be a full game on some like GTA type shit. How I could switch between Miles and Spider like, and, well, and yeah, Peter. I was, I was literally just thinking that. I was like, let's think into the future. If this is like a guess you could say just like a it's not a long game just something because they yeah. probably who knows just to hold us off yeah because they probably working on spider-man 2 right yeah. now but this spider-man 2 is just that you know you play as miles morales, miles morales and then peter parker is just that transition that transition well i i can see it though because like um witcher 3 their last dlc what was it called it's called like blood and wine or some shit like that it that dlc was so big it got nominated for like a game of the year, the DLC, and that's because the DLC was so fucking big, it could have been its own standalone game. I still have yet oh. to beat that. <laughs> me, me neither. Again, it's one of the games sitting on my hard drive that I just haven't touched. <laughs> um, but then, like you, then you also have, you know, um, what else? Uh, God of War. There was apparently ideas for a DLC that they were like, "Yo, this is crazy," and they started adding more ideas on top of it. They're like. No, no, no! This is too big and everything. It could be its own fucking answer. They were like, right. "No, nah, we can't make this DLC." Yeah, so they, they stopped they it. They even started doing patches to uh, prepare for a DLC. Yeah, and they just they, 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 they stopped it all and everything. So I look at that and I'm like, "Yo, like that's just cool though and everything." Like they understood. So like the fact that this Miles thing is coming out and everything, I'm like, 
all right, cool. I trust Insomniac. Like they have an idea. They know where they're where they want to go with this. So they're like, you know what? Let's do the standalone thing. My only problem is the rumor for the contract that they have with Marvel is that it's a two-game deal. So that's what I'm saying. They're playing around with words and everything. Because th this is going to have to be somewhere on paper written off as like a standalone DLC or some bullshit. Yeah. It's going to have somewhere on paper. There's somewhere in the documents there. That, because if it is true that it's supposed to be a two-game deal, then that means that like they have a Spider-Man game, they'll have Spider-Man 2. But there's a mouse in the middle. And somewhere in someone's fucking computer system, it's a DLC. Yeah. Like, uh, which, again, it's not a bad thing. That's what I need people to understand. It's not a bad thing. And honestly, I don't care what it's listed as, as long as it gives me an experience worth my money. Yeah. Um, and saying that, I guess we'll get into the next game, Horizon Forbidden West, which is the sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, I, I'm looking forward to this game, but for, like, slight caveat. I feel as though it's going to have to... The Last of Us 2. I think a problem with the game was it didn't really give us anything new mechanically. You gave us tall grass. Okay, cool. Now we could go through that. We could slightly jump, which is really just like a fucking hop. And everything, unless, unless it's put into the animation and everything. Um, one, um, one, one of the newer things was the dodging mechanics. Yeah, that. yeah, that, that too. And but my thing is like, there wasn't anything that's like, yo, this is crazy. Like mechanic, like the story wise, it like it, it, it's nice. It, it, it was like when they first released the gameplay. That first gameplay that they released was so smooth. Yeah. yeah, it was it was something different. Uh -huh. That shit got me. I was like, yo, this shit look like it's just like a CGI cutscene or some shit like that. And then there was like, nah, this is gameplay. I'm like, oh, it's gameplay. <laughs> it was it was really the way like, Ellie moved. I was like, yeah, it's like different. how could she duck, take her like heal herself, come back out, shoot, hide underneath a car and then shoot somebody's leg off. Yeah. All yeah, all in one like little yeah. quick sequence. It it was just so smooth. And then like when you course when you start playing the game it's something different yeah you already know they'd be purposely setting that yeah. up <laughs> my, my things are like story-wise okay you could call it a sequel but i feel like uh, mechanic like the actual mechanics of the game i feel like it's more like a last of us 1.5 like it still feels like the same it looks gorgeous bro that shit is just amazing like it looks beautiful and everything the environment is great and shit but it, it doesn't feel like it, it is a sequel. I, I think they spend so much time on making it look like one and stuff, and they spend so much time on the story that they actually didn't, you know, say, hey, listen, we need to add more shit into the game to actually make it feel. But, you know, like, again, if you love The Last of Us 1, you're going to love just how this game feels because it's just going to feel, you know, yeah. it's going to feel the same. It, I just feel like it feels too much like a older PS3 game. Because Last of Us is a PlayStation 3 game. So, like, it, yeah. the, the, mechanically, it feels a little outdated and everything. But again, I only have, at the most, maybe like an hour with it. But, you know, like, that's just how it felt and everything. And again, like, this was me with, like, no knowledge of anything and stuff of, like, where I was in the game. Just, you know, to stop by the cousin's house. Hey, let's try this out. Yeah, yeah cool. Boom, 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 and everything. I'm like, oh, cool. It feels the fucking same. Like, it <laughs> really shit yeah, was different. Um... But you know, like it, it's not bad though. It's just you know it, it could feel different, and um, I feel like that's kind of what I'm looking for in Horizon Forbidden West, um, the sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm looking for something that actually makes it feel like a sequel or feel like next gen. 
um, they showed her swimming and everything in the water. So I'm like, cool, there goes something different there. Now I'm in the water swimming and shit like that. And everything. That's gonna make it feel like, all right, this is different. Similar to like how like Assassin's Creed, like on one, you couldn't swim in the water. You jumped in the water, that shit killed you and shit like that. Hmm. Um, so I, I can see like how they can do that, but I do feel as though there needs to be something else. You know, you're gonna be in a different environment too. Different enemy types and stuff like that. So I have faith in that, uh, but what do you guys want to see from a sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn, which is Horizon Forbidden West? Well, I'm gonna be honest. I still have not even played the first one, so oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even sure <laughs> what to even expect from the first one. Even though I've heard great reviews from from it, I guess it got nominated for like a game award, like a game award a uh, while back. But um, yeah, I honestly can't really say too much about it for real, for real. But the second one, from what I've seen from the trailer, it does look like it's going to be something a lot different from the first one, as far as like uh, story-wise, for the most part. And it looks intriguing too. It's just a matter of me just actually getting around to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really just story for me. That's that's what it is. Like I, I can't even lie. I started playing the first one. <laughs> But she was the characters was annoying me so much in the beginning as a young child, ignoring all rules that I had stopped. And I just sat there and watched gameplay, and it kind of made me mad because I'm like, dang, I should have finished the, the game. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Uh, it it is the only way I can really explain like the the boss fights. I guess you could say it's kind of like you know like when um. When you first played Monster Hunter World, mm-hmm. the first time you ever walked like in front of like, like hey, go find the engine hand there. I'm like, all right, cool. You walk, and you're like, oh, okay, and everything. Like, this and shit you, is you. Yeah, like you just see him like walking around. And like, okay, and then you go to fight him and everything, and you're like, oh, this ain't no joke. <laughs> like that's kind of like how like the boss fights are. They're like, um, it's, excuse me, um, which is kind of like you go and you're like, oh, okay, I'm gonna have to fight this dude. And then you go to fight, you're like, well, I'm really fighting it. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, you can kind of see the same thing. Like, when I first played Shadows of, Shadows of uh, Colossus, yo. Yeah. That shit, it caught me off guard with some of the bosses and whatnot. Like, some of them was easy, some of them wasn't so easy, but it was just that matter of being in that situation. Like, damn, you think it's gonna be something that's so, like, you know, easy going or not what you expected. And then you're fighting this big-ass freaking monster, like... Shit. But you gotta give Shadow Colossus. Like, they did something that just. It was. Ain't nobody really do. Like, <laughs> For real, yo. And, like, the, and that's, and, why, that's why they. Uh, and I, I, the feel, I feel like that is an inspiration to a lot of games that came out, including. Um, I guess we'll jump into this one too while we're on it too. Um, I feel like that was a big inspiration for the. Um, the Soulsborne series and everything, the Souls games, uh, and I guess we'll jump into Demon Souls. That was also on the list of games. Looking forward to that game. Looks fucking gorgeous. Like I don't know if you guys ever played the original um, Demon Souls on a PlayStation Three. That shit, it looked bad. Damn. Um, yeah, it looked bad and stuff. It also was a rushed game too. Um, but it didn't really visually, it didn't look good. Um, it was a fun experience. It was that game that basically, like, listen, man, I'm so fucking done i feel trash playing the game like, <laughs> the, the game just makes you feel like you're not a good gamer yes yeah. so, um, but yeah um the game's coming out again the remake and i'm excited bro like uh, i don't think they i don't think it's coming out upon release of the playstation 5 but when it does get released 
I'm probably gonna end up picking up a digital version of the PlayStation Five and everything to just get the game. Yeah, and a lot of people like, that played the previous games, like they're going to flip out once yeah. Demon Souls get released. But I mean, like I said, like I, I, I wasn't too much into the original Demon Souls. I enjoyed Dark Souls One. I'm playing the remastered version again on um, the Switch. Uh, and again, I do understand why everybody loves it. I get it. Like, but you know, just for me, I got into, I, first time I ever put my hands on a Souls game was Dark Souls 2. Oh, and everybody says that's the worst one and everything. But if you ever talk to people who Dark Souls 2 was their introduction, they're like, nah, that shit actually legit. <laughs> so, and like, to me, I want to people that like, nah, to me, it's not trash and everything. I understand the reasons why people say they don't like it, but to me, like, nah, the game, it ain't flawless, but you know, it ain't trash either. Um, I fuck with it. Um, again, I also have Dark Souls 3 and stuff, one of my favorite games as well, this generation. Um, but I don't know, Demon Souls it, looking at it, seeing how it is like, you know, next gen graphics and all this shit like yeah. that looks beautiful in 4K and shit like that. I look at it and I'm like, bro, like it gets you it makes you feel like a little kid again or some shit like kind of. you know, like like saying like for people who love Kingdom Hearts. When when you finally got that release date of Kingdom Hearts three and you saw that trailer, you're like, Oh cool, I got that feeling like I'm a kid again because what was it fucking Kingdom Hearts 2 was released on what PlayStation 2 yeah <laughs> so like you got that feel again when you was a kid and they're like yo yeah. this is actually coming out and then once you got the release date and that excitement got up then you got disappointed when they had to stretch out their release date even further exactly <laughs> that <laughs> so, shit came out yeah. like 6 years later like <laughs> don't talk about like, how about 13 <laughs> dog yeah no shit awesome shit honestly um alright and saying that I guess we'll get into the last game that we're um, looking forward to and that's Halo Infinite and I feel like I was talking on Twitter about this the other day Halo Infinite is really an iffy place to me I remember playing Halo 1 2 3 especially 3 3 I have probably the most like best memories because me and my sister we played that whole story campaign co-op mm-hmm. and stuff and like we played that shit literally from sun up we went to my aunt's house and everything my uncle had it so we put it on we was there what probably like 8 in the morning we finished the game sun went down and everything and stuff and we finished the game we're like oh shit we're like what the fuck did we just play we beat the whole game and everything and once we're like yo and like we lost our fucking minds the crazy thing is my sister hates that game and everything but she played it with me just because you know I wanted her to and she was was just cool about it and she was a trooper she stuck it out and stuff and although she'll probably never play it again but she also won't deny that just actually that experience of like playing Halo 3 and actually beating it it's like (laughs) like fucks your head up and stuff and I feel like Halo 4, to me, did not like it at all. It's, I was, you know what? I played every Halo game up to Halo 4. I played Halo, the first one, uh, second, third, Halo Reach. Once Halo 4 came out, I was disappointed. Which, you know what, though? I kind of, because when Halo 4 came out, it was around that time where... That's when they switched studios. Uh, Bungie left. Um, they they went on their own thing. They didn't work with Xbox no more. And three four three took over. Yeah. yeah. But it, in my opinion, though, it didn't improve after that. It at all. And then when Halo Five was pretty much the same shit. It was a copy and paste of Halo Four, except for you were the 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 scenery was different, but it felt the fucking same. Yeah. It really wasn't like it really wasn't shit else and everything. The story was just trash to me to me again to me i can't speak for anybody else but to me it was just bad um and i think that's the reason why halo infinite is in a very interesting place 
Because, like, if they knock this shit out the fucking park, which literally everyone's saying that apparently they are. Like, they have crazy amount of studios. They hired a bunch of smaller studios to help them work out, like, different bugs and kinks and stuff. And this game is being released when the next Xbox is coming out, too. Oh, it's going to be a launch title for it. So, my thing is, like, if they don't knock this, if, if they do knock this shit out the park, it's going to be, like, a welcome home type shit. Yeah. Like, we missed you. Good shit, nigga. <laughs> we fucking missed you. But if they fuck this up, I'm going to be honest, that's it for Halo for me. Like, like I played Halo 5 and everything, beat Halo 5, and I was like, I fuck with this. I like it and everything, but I still don't like it. I, I pretty much just liked it just because I was, again, in the Halo universe. Yeah, I would yeah. say, like, I know for me... I, I was, shooters ain't your shit, so I know Yeah, that. it's not. It really isn't, <laughs> but I, I can't say this. I'll say this, like... Shooters, they're not my game, and I know the first time I had played it, I was just like, eh, eh, not really feeling it. But I will say I like the idea, the world of Halo. Like, that definitely did stick out to me. Like, maybe not so much gameplay-wise, but story-wise, I guess, if it's even a story. I, well, yeah, well, I think the actually interesting thing about the story is it's not really going alongside the story with... Uh, or it's not going to follow, like, a Halo 5 story. So, the villain of the story is apparently going to be from Halo Wars. Which, Halo Wars is, like, one of those, um... Was it those quick-time shooter games and everything and stuff? Top above, send your fucking tank out, send troopers over here, send this over here. Like, like one of them quick games and everything. Kind of like one of those tower defense-ish type-ish games. Um, if my memory serves me right, because I never played it. Um, but, apparently, the villains from that game are going to be the villains and everything that are going to actually be in Halo Infinite. So that I'm actually looking forward to. Um, and a, a Spartan Lock, or yeah, Spartan Lock, um, which is the dude from Halo 5. He's the black boy that had like the, the gray suit and the blue and everything on yeah. that shit. Him, uh, there was, I don't know, I don't know if it was a leaked image or um, it was supposed to be like concept art, but it was one of the villains and everything and it had his fucking helmet on a bull's shoulder. So everybody's thinking, oh, he's probably just going to get killed in the beginning of the game and everything, because they take the helmets and everything mm -hmm. and put them on, you know, as kind of like trophies that they wear and shit like that. So I was like, oh, well, if they're going to kill the boy in the beginning of the game, cool. Basically destroy Halo 5 and just keep it pushing and everything. Like, let's act like Halo 5 never fucking happened <laughs> shit. Hmm. Um, but I'm, again, I'm looking forward to this game with some skepticism, because... If it doesn't do good, then it's basically you made me hyped up for this game for fucking nothing. And you gave me trash. What was the Halo Wars? Halo yeah. Wars was the last one, right? Halo Wars 2. Halo Wars 2. And the villains from that are supposed to be the villains from this one. Like, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, but the crazy is, everybody who's played Halo Wars 2, they all say the story is fucking phenomenal. Yeah. It's amazing. And that shit made me want to go play Halo Wars 2, but I'm like, I'm not into those type of games, so. Mm -hmm. So I'll probably watch a Let's Play or some shit or something about that, but yeah, I'm most likely not going to fucking go play the game. Um, yeah, so, saying that, uh, I guess we'll go on to our last topic, I guess, which was, um, next-gen consoles themselves. Uh, we saw how the PlayStation 5 looks. We previously saw how the Xbox Series X looks and everything. Um, I ain't really trying to compare how the two look, but I do want to talk about them individually. Um, I'm really intrigued with the PlayStation 5. Like, <laughs> it looks weird. It's apparently big as shit, but to me it looks weird. Yeah, same here. <laughs> Mainly because, I, I guess, airflow. 
to me. Because on the top, there's like a fucking bar, and then on the sides, between the two side panels, there's like vents. That's supposed to be where all the air blows the fuck out of. Yeah. My thing is, if you're gonna make that and all that space where air blows out of and everything, it's bigger at the top, smaller at the bottom. So that means the air intake is gonna be smaller than its output. Which is, right. It's fine if your intercooling system, you know, is fucking kick ass, which apparently that's the most expensive part in the whole system itself. So my thing is, if it's gonna be like that, it's gonna be that fucking big. I better not hear that shit at all. For real, yeah. Like, you know what's, you know what's weird? The fact that there's, you got the PlayStation Five digital, isn't mm-hmm. it? And yep. then you got the one for the CD. Like you want to put it. Yeah. But it's the same console, just uh, open. Yeah. And you know what's weird? If if you actually look at the one with the actual um, disc slot, like. It pretty much looks like they never made that. It looks like all they did was make, hey, here's the all-digital edition. Yeah. And then they were like, nah, fans are going to flip the fuck out and everything if we don't let them put their disc in here. And they're like, all right, cool. Let's just slap a disc on the side of that bitch and everything and call it a day. Then it's like, what, what's the point? <laughs> well, I, I, I think it's mainly because everyone is going to basically all-digital. It's slowly, but it's happening, man. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll be honest the only time I really buy physical games is pretty much if it has a collector's edition which is most likely my Assassin's Creed games mm-hmm. like that's pretty yeah. much it and I know for me like if I'm gonna get a physical copy which I t- kind of prefer for the most part even though digital is very convenient but I know I personally like uh, the physical copies but the only time I'll probably get them is if I know it's a game that only I like to play and like nobody else or like nobody else isn't trying to like share it or anything like that that's the only time I'll get physical copies or like yeah maybe maybe just for that reason and like as far as the digital copies I'll only get those if like again if I'm sharing with everybody or if I don't feel like waiting till GameStop or whatever type of store to open up and just get it as soon as like 12 o'clock is that's the only time I like to get digital copies for real for real yeah uh I don't like, like I said, like I got a fucking five terabyte hard drive over there and shit with just like nothing but games in it. And most of them are just like games that, I mean, pre- pretty much uh, like what I do mostly now is just everything physical. I mean, digital, even my fucking movies. Like if I really fuck with the movie heavy, I'll go buy it on Blu-ray. And that's because in the Blu-ray disc, there's always a fucking download code for the movies to keep it digital. So I'm like, regardless, I'm fucking do that. <laughs> I mean, ever since this fucking like um COVID shit and everything, we've been stuck in the house. Fucking Amazon's been jerking me for fucking money, and it's no <laughs> fucking running movies left and right and shit. <laughs> so like, I'm like, uh, pretty much everything is just digital now and stuff. And for me, I don't mind that. Um, like I I don't mind that at all. But I don't know, man. Like, the PlayStation, like, 5, like, I, I really do got a feeling like they just made, here's a digital version, and just slap the disc on the fucking side and shit, like, because that, it just doesn't look right with the disc on it. <laughs> it doesn't. And honestly, I feel like they just weren't dead set on a design, and they just probably just, I don't want to say they just put any old design together and whatnot, but to me, that's just how it feels. Just like, you know yeah. what? Screw it. Like, all the other past designs that they have for the PlayStation, like, they look like good and legit like they actually thought about it yeah but with this one it's just different well, they, they, like, they, did they say that it's supposed to be like a modern look that's supposed to last yeah. for a while yeah. my thing is i'm like eh, 
okay, but there's a lot of modern looks that you could have gone with that didn't look like that. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, there's a dude, uh, what's what's his name? Is his name I, something Pope? I think it's Xbox Pope. Um, he's a dude that I share all his concept arts on the group chat and everything. That he does all the special edition like Xboxes and PlayStation 5s and everything. The way that he makes it look cool. Yeah. Like, hit the Spider-Man one that he did for the Miles Morales looked fucking nasty. It was just nice. I, I just had that stank face on every time. I'm like, oh, that shit look crazy. <laughs> but like, I look at it, I'm like, yo, y'all, y'all didn't have to go all white. Like, y'all could have literally just went all black, and I would have been cool. Um, and uh, I don't know, man. Like, shit, it looks cool though. But I just, uh, I don't know. I'll definitely be getting the all digital edition though. I'm not getting that fucking physical one. I actually don't mind all white. It's a change. It's been all black yeah. for... Yeah, now that's something I can agree For every with. generation. <laughs> yeah, for every... Minus the first. I'll tell you one thing, that white gray? won't get extra dirty. Great, right? Well, yeah, the PlayStation yeah. 1 was great. Yeah, that white is definitely going to get dirty. I'll tell you that right oh, yeah. now. Well, yeah. Because the, and the great thing is it's going gonna, it's gonna to collect dust after a while on the size, and then that shit going to stain. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'd rather just stick with dark colors and whatnot. But I do well, I know like... This, I know the site D-Brand are actually already selling skins for the PlayStation 5. You can just fucking buy a skin and just... It's like a sticker and just fucking rub it on the side and you're, boom, you're done. <laughs> like, I'm probably going to end up doing that shit. Yeah, that'll, that'll probably work too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then I guess you could say the Xbox one, which is... Xbox design is very interesting, mainly because apparently Phil Spencer said, yo, listen, he told the team, don't worry about the fucking design. <laughs> worry about how it fucking works and its functionality. We'll worry about the design after. That's smart. Yeah, like, <laughs> like smart. he basically yeah. said, like, yo, just make this shit work and make it how make it as powerful that we want it, give it the specs that we want, and then we'll focus on the design after. And then they were like, yo, listen, man, all these PCs that are out right now and everything, they all got a small, slim design, everything. Cool, we're just gonna make it look like a regular fucking small ass PC, <laughs> everything. And then the company is it NCXT. Excuse me. They make cases for um, PCs and everything. They also make pre-built PCs. They actually made one and released it like two weeks or some shit after Xbox um, showed off their design. They're like, hey, yeah, look, we have a computer that looks just like that shit, and it's literally just a fucking rectangle. Yeah. Um. Now the airflow for the Xbox is really interesting. It has like vents on the back and everything for the intake, and then the whole top is just a bunch of fucking drilled in holes, and then a big ass fan just blowing that bitch out. <laughs> so it's like, all the heat that we have, we're just gonna use physics. Heat rises, cool, that shit gonna rise until this big ass fan just blow that shit the fuck out, which I'm pretty sure that's similar to how the PlayStation 5 is working. My only thing is, I think it's, it, well, it's too thin to just have one fan blowing everything the fuck out and everything. So like I'm pretty sure the way that they have it, they're gonna be using more like of the vapor cooling shit, shit that basically the Xbox um series X has. I mean the one X has. Basically like hey we're gonna turn this shit into like gas and everything and then blow that shit the fuck out. Um but yeah, I guess saying that any closing statements are next gen. I guess that's what this episode Whoa. was just all about. It's basically just next gen is shit we're looking forward to. Actually, you know, kind of go back to the topic of Last of Us. Okay. You know, not to spoil anything, but we was just talking about how story-wise is good. Gameplay physics wasn't showing us what the trailers was kind of showing us, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now it makes us think, because they actually pushed Last of Us 2 back, like, a couple times. Yeah. Yeah, they did. And then the story leaks happened, and then they were like, hey, listen to the game. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Just, should they have just waited? 
until next gen because per- next gen is like right around the corner personally i think they have but at the same time i don't think that they would have ever did that mainly because it's the same it's the same sales pitch as it is for um the first last of us people keep forgetting that the last of us was a playstation 3 game it just came out at the end of the generation right. so they rebundled the remaster and everything with the playstation 4 yeah and pretty much the masses played it on a playstation 4 and replayed it again on a playstation 4 so that's pretty much the same shit that's gonna happen hey here's the last of us 2 and everything cool playstation 5 comes out hey here's the remastered version and everything of all the improved visuals and everything and bullshit and stuff like that buy it and everything and get it in the bundle but not just that but it's kind of smart though like fuck it not just that <laughs> it's but a big game because of the fact that like all those different like spoilers and skins and stuff that had got out on the internet and whatnot i don't think they wouldn't have pushed i don't think they would have pushed it back any further because like if they did for one it would if they if for some reason they tried to change up one or two things within the game or whatnot it would be too late by then so it was just a matter of just like look we're either going to release it or we're just going to release it (laughs) so like it was no other option that they really had for real for real like even if they were to push it back because it was only going to be more and more spoilers coming out for the game yeah and i think because there were a lot of uh, most of the leaks were pretty much kind of without context behind it so like a lot of the shit that got leaked people were like oh this is what happens fuck this game but then people didn't understand the events that led up to that and everything which kind of i'm not going to say it makes the event the things that happen right oh but it pretty much explains why it happened so then you're like oh okay i can understand why it happened and everything even regardless if you agree with it or not you can then understand why the events happened in that way um and i feel like they were like nah listen we're gonna release because people also forget even when they announced this release and the leaks happened, there were smaller leaks coming out after that that kept spoiling other shit that was going on. Yeah. It's just that Sony literally kept putting the band hammer on anyone that fucking like did anything. They shut off all the comments on everything for The Last of Us um, on YouTube and shit like that. Anything that happened for Naughty Dog, they shut off all the comments and shit like that so people couldn't spoil anything. Uh, shit. Um, Right now, they have, Sony's getting a bad look. Apparently, there was a, a review that they, they left on Last of Us 2, and apparently Sony contacted them and said, yo, what's going on with that bad review? And she's like, that, <laughs> that never, like, regardless of what happened after that and stuff like that, I'm like, that don't really look good, though. I'm like, what do you mean what's wrong with the bad review? Did you read the review? You will know what's going on with it and everything. Like, it, people don't have to enjoy whatever the fuck you put out and everything. Yeah. Um... And I feel like so far for what I'm seeing, especially from these people, either love it or they fucking hate it. There, there's very, very few people who are like in the middle ground that are like, eh, it's okay, but it's just not for me. There's very few people that are like yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of controversy when it comes to their games. So yeah, far. and I'm like, y- y'all know me and everything. Like for me, when it comes to story, I'm a big, huge person when it comes to story. Exactly. And so far, like, like I cannot judge the game as a whole. I can only judge the story from what I've actually like, I'm actually seeing shit like that. But I, by no means is this a, like an actual like review or judgment of the full game as a whole and everything. Just solely based on the story. It's a good story, but I do feel as though it has pacing issues. Um, like there are some parts where it just feels dead. And I understand that, that Naughty Dog's whole thing is, hey, this is a story-driven experience. I understand that. But I do feel is that like there are some down, down points in the game where it just feels like, okay... I'm tired of this. Like, next. Um, and 
Again, that's just story-wise. Again, the game, whatever it is and everything. Judge it however you want, but yeah, nah. So, okay. <laughs> uh, saying that, I guess we'll come into um, closing statements. Is there anything else that y'all wanted to touch on real quick? Um... Get nah. ready, get ready for your wallets to be empty. Cause when these consoles come out, <laughs> and these games, that's your four hundred at the least. I mean, we could judge by what we see now, but when it comes out, that's that'll be the true judgment. Yeah. Honestly. Um. Well, getting to that. Um. I guess, like I said at the end, like I want to give people a platform where they could just like say what they're working on and everything where you can find them at so dreamer i guess we go with you where can they find you at and what are you currently working on they can everybody can find me on instagram have a dream al um i i'm uh i guess you can say i i'm an animator illustrator uh deal with a little bit of graphic design here and there but i'm currently just trying to like everybody else build my my uh instagram instagram page up and just try to get my name out there for anybody that wants their dreams brought to life or whatever through like you know any type of means of social media animation whatever hey just hit me up let me know and we can make things possible Let's rock them. What's that where they can find you really good? Uh, they can find me on Instagram, have a dream AL. Alright, good shit. And Sir Frenchy? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at, at devguyantwine on Twitter at dev0722. I'm just an up and coming uh, journalist, you know, majoring into sports, really, sports journalist. But lately I've been talking about everything that I love sports, gaming. Uh, I've been really into politics lately, looking up in the news. So I just go out there, write my opinions down, talk about my opinions on everything that's going on in the world, majority sports and gaming and stuff. So uh, yeah, find me on Instagram at dev.antoine and on Twitter at dev0722. All right, no doubt. And as always, it's Human Inhuman Line. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram at Inhuman line not inhumane line inhuman line um and that's gonna be it for our first episode of the norns i thank y'all for stopping by and listen to all this bullshit that we talk and everything i understand it's a little rusty it's our first episode as you know actually coming together for this shit but um we're gonna see how this shit comes out and we're gonna get back to y'all with another episode and hopefully we'll get episode two of the norns out to everybody um thank y'all again for stopping by much love y'all take it easy peace